So I was having uh, dinner with some friends recently, and their uh, son's getting married soon, and and his uh, fiance was uh, was there at dinner, and we were talking, and they were supposed to have been married uh, last year around this time. So the COVID got in the way of their wedding, and. Nice couple. They've been, uh, yeah, they've known each other since uh, since high school. They're in their late twenties, so almost fifteen years. And, and uh, yeah, they started out just barely aware of each other, and they became friends, and they and they started dating, and they fell in love, and went through all the long distance stuff of college and what have you. And and uh, now, again, last year we're planning on getting married, and yeah, it just. Uh, everything, all the, all the plans kind of fell apart as they did for a lot of married couples. And uh, the, the thing that I remember though about this conversation I had with these two uh, sitting there at the table while we ate dinner was how uh, they weren't, yes, I'm sure in the moment it was disappointing because, you know, especially for, you know, for a woman, it's, it's the day that she just so much looks forward to and then to have all these crazy things happen. But there was no bitterness, no animosity, no like, oh gosh, my my day got ruined and all this. There was none of that. Um, and, and to the to to the opposite end, though, they were like, you know what? At the time, we didn't know it, but this last year was a total gift. They said we we had no idea of all the just by patiently opening ourselves up to. Uh, what was to come this last year? They said, you know, Lord, whatever you're going to do, it's great. We're in it, and they so they used this last year to just to work on some of the things uh, that in marriage prep they became aware that yeah, they could probably improve in some of the areas of their life, like we all can, huh? And so they used the year to really go after some of the things that. Uh, we're going to help them be better married, a married couple, better husband, better wife, better parents. And in, in the, in the, the girl said, you know, if we had gotten married last year, this would have been our one-year anniversary. And we probably would have had a baby by now. And yet here we are, and we're about to engage the, the wedding day and everything that's going to come after. But we're better. We're better than we were here. We're more mature than we were a year ago. We're, we're more understanding of each other than we were a year ago. We're more into our faith now than we were a year ago. We're better. And none of that would have happened if we hadn't just said, okay, Lord, you've got a plan. We have no idea what it is, but we're, we're, we're all in now. Why do I bring this up? Because it's what the gospel is about. Yeah? That... Look, look, just look at them. They, 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 they grew together in stages. Barely aware, dating, or friends, dating, long-distance relationship, engagement, postponed wedding. You know, they grew in stages together. And at each stage, even though they didn't know what the next stage was going to be like, they said yes to it. When Jesus talks about Speaking in parables to people, 
But to his own, he did not speak in parables. He explained everything in private. This is important. See, we can divide ourselves up into two groups. Insiders and outsiders. An outsider is somebody who uh, heard Jesus, but had no idea what he was talking about. That's why Jesus spoke in parables. Parables are images that can sneak past our defenses and get into the cracks and, and open us up, but it takes a while. To be an outsider is somebody who is not really surrendered into that relationship with Christ. You're still on the outside saying, you know what, I, Jesus, I, I think you're awesome, but I'm not sure I'm in it, in it with you. I'm not sure that I want to surrender this part of my life to you. I'm not sure that I want to follow you the way you want me to follow you. So I'm going to stay outside because I'm in control there. I get to do what I want there. I call the shots there. And, and I'll let you know when I need you. That can, that's an outsider. That's who Jesus speaks parables to. Now, an insider. An insider is somebody who has decided, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and control it. I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, you know, I really don't want to do what the Lord's asking me to do. I'm just going to start surrendering pieces of my life. One by one, step by step, I'm going to move myself from being outside the house to being inside at the feet of Jesus, listening to him and following everything he tells me to do. Insider. Now, we're a mix, aren't we? Parts of our life are outsiders. Parts of, the, parts of our lives are insiders. Parts of our life we have not yet given to the Lord. Parts of our lives we have. Jesus wants all of it, though. He doesn't want us picking and choosing. I'll give you this, but I won't give you this. It's in stages, though, isn't it? It's hard to surrender. So we, we do it piece by piece. Like this couple. They were just you know, disappointed. We don't get to get married last year. But will surrender into this year and see what happens. They had no idea what the year was going to look like. They had no idea when COVID would end. They had no idea when the wedding would be scheduled. But step by step, they just gave themselves over. And now they're better. They're more in love. They're better capable to be married. They, they've committed themselves to each other and to Jesus. They're, they're totally in a better place. Did they know that when they said yes? Did they know that when they decided just let's make the best of this? No. They just knew what they had right in front of them and they said yes to that. And that yes to that one little thing in front of them opened it up to the next stage. And the yes to that stage said yes to this stage. In other words, we don't get to see what's coming. This is where faith comes in. This is where radical trust comes in. If I want to be an outsider, I say yes just to the moment, knowing full well that the Lord is going to use that moment to get me to the next step. Why does he use this imagery of plants? It's all about that. And we, we, oh, isn't that nice? He's talking about, you know, flowers and stuff. No. He's talking about us. We're seeds, mustard seeds. Tiny, insignificant, vulnerable, not amounting to much. But he says, that's where you're at, and that's where I take you. But if you want to get to the next step, you have to die to that. You're a seed. Nothing, uh, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So in other words, that you have to say yes to dying. Yes to, all right, I'm a seed, but I want to get to the next step, so I gotta die. I gotta surrender to Jesus. Whatever that is, I have no idea. I don't know. The seed has no idea what's next. Because in order to get what's next, it has to go away, it has to die. We have no idea what's going next. But to get to that next, we have to say no to this this moment. No to all the things that I 
make me an outsider. No to all, all the things that I really want to hold on to but that are keeping me from being a good disciple. I have to, I have to die. And that's why, like, this, this whole plant thing. Seed, uh, the, the shoot, the stem, the leaf, the flower, the fruit. Seed never gets to see what's next. The stem, or the, the shoot, never gets to see that it's going to become a stem because it has to die to being a shoot before it becomes a stem. The stem never gets to see it's going to be a leaf because it has to die to being a stem before it gets to leaf. And the leaf never gets to, to see uh, the next step, which is to be a flower, because it has to die before it becomes a flower. And the flower has to die before it can get to the next step, which is to become the full flowering of heavenly human love uh, to bear much fruit, 30, 60, 100 fold. We have to die each and every time. Yes, 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 yes. Without knowing what the next step is. So where are we an outsider? Where are we not surrendering? Where are we not saying yes to that seed that has to die? Is it my money? Is it my fertility? Am I saying no to God there? Am I saying no to God in terms of how I entertain myself? Maybe there's areas of my life where I still like to have it, have it both ways or have it my way. And I'm not allowing being a disciple to transform my outward behavior. We're all outsiders somewhere. And Jesus says, I want you inside. Come sit at my feet and listen to me and do what I say. And I'm not going to tell you how the book ends. You don't get to see, you don't get to fast forward to the end of the movie. I know what it is, but you don't. Trust me. I'm only going to give you good things. But you got to say yes first. Ezekiel talked about being this, this tree on the mountain. What tree is, is, is Ezekiel prophesying? But this, this is the tree on Mount Calvary. This is the tree of self-giving love. This is the tree of, of dying to self. This is the seed that falls to the ground and dies and bears much fruit. We're called to not be mustard seeds, but to die to that so we can grow into the tree of life. That we can grow with the dying and rising of Jesus in our own bodies disciples. And then we can go out and share that love with other people. Brothers and sisters, you know, you think of that married couple, soon to be married, like in a month. And how they had to die to their dreams and their plans to get to that next stage of being somebody who is much more capable of being properly married. But they never would have got there had they not said yes in the first place. Where is that for us in our own life? That's the invitation for you to pray on and come to that conclusion. I know it's, you know, we talk about plants and it sounds so nice and easy. It's not. This is hard stuff. It's not easy to think you're a mustard seed, but to know you're called to be the tree of life. In other words, it's not easy knowing that Jesus sees so much more in us than we see in ourselves. 